This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right, Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com. My friend, Pick 6 podcast moderator. Uh, man, we had two great games yesterday in the NFL, and it's a shame I could only watch one of them because it was on opposite the um, the Panthers-Rams debacle. So let's start. Let's spend four minutes on that, sir, uh, if, we, uh, if we could just... You could have watched Bill's Chiefs instead of Panthers-Rams. I can't. Physically, could have. I, oh, yes, I could. It was on. It was there. It was teasing me. Every time I, like, uh, you know, had to go somewhere and I come back and turn it back on, because it, I have YouTube TV, it would give me the two options. Panthers at Rams, Bills at Chiefs. And I'm like, you're, 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 you're screaming at me. The, the pro tip move there is grab your laptop. Yeah, I know. I can't. I, YouTube.com. And put the Panthers on the TV yet to YouTube.com. <laughs> Don't worry about I could have, I could have, I could have done two screens. I, I, I start you being a professional and professionally watching the Panthers and the Rams. I'm not a two screen guy. It's hard for me. Oh. I, I, I can't multitask. Okay, so, all right, we got to start with this. Is it fair when I say that the Panthers simply are not trying on offense? They're just the worst team in football. That's all. Yeah, but. Um, you on third. I, I just went through. There were six consecutive series where basically they were three and out. The last of the six, they picked up a first down on first down and then went three and out. So we delayed the inevitable by one play. And in each of the third downs, they didn't even try to pick up a first down. Like they didn't throw past the sticks. They didn't come close to the sticks. <laughs> I just, I mean, they had PJ. Like people were like, "What if PJ Walker's an upgrade over Baker?" It's like, no, he's not going to be like PJ Walker. There's a, there's a right, reason but why I've, I've watched PJ Walker play before. He was never this unaggressive. Uh, probably had to do with Aaron Donald. Probably had to do with the offensive line. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what the philosophy would be. They're, they're a terrible football team. They should be being yeah. so aggressive. Well. That's the other thing. Second second drive of the game. You actually you had a good drive uh, for your first opening drive. Of course, they accepted a field goal, but that's fine. Uh, they had a three-yard run on third and short. Uh, they weren't even, again, not trying to pick up the first down, accepting a field goal. Uh, well, actually, it wasn't third and short, but they penalty moved them back. Right. Um, and then the second drive, they pick up a couple of first downs. They gain 44 yards. They get to fourth and three at the plus 43. Why not go for it? Well, what are you protecting? Nope. They they tried to draw them offside, and then they punted. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. Here's the Panthers' drive chart from Sunday against the Rams. Mm, it's beautiful. Field goal. Punt, punt, punt. End of half. Punt, 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 punt. Interception. <laughs> That is so. It's so pathetic. I mean, if they didn't run a bunch of plays in their first two drives, I mean, we're we have to be approaching the record for fewest plays run in an NFL game, no? So the there are there are drives from there's a, a set of six consecutive drives here, where uh, including the end of half. So it's a knees. So we'll take that one out. So we'll say five drives. Uh, you know, booking the half, right? Four yards, four net yards, nine net yards, four four net yards, seven net yards, five net yards. Oh, actually, let's make it six. Ten net yards. They had three drives that went longer than ten yards. 
the uh, the the first two and the last one, and yes. then then of course they they punted on uh, four fourth and what I don't it it, it they punted on LA's forty eight, yeah, and with six minutes you're to go, right? Nothing. You are yeah. you're pl- you're playing with an interim coach who's in his first game. You got the team a little inspired, like they came out with a little bit of energy. They were leading. Were they, weren't they leading 10-3? Yeah, they picked six Matthew Stafford, who, yeah. by the way, is now tied uh, with Dan Marino for second most pick sixes all time. Dan Marino, <laughs> Hall of Famer. Number one all time, Brett Favre, also Hall of Famer. Just um, <laughs> I guess that puts you in the Hall of Fame. That's all you got to do. That's how you get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, I mean, L.A. was lethargic and uh, early on. You know, Stafford wasn't playing well. They were they were they were you know, the Panthers kind of had them mm-hmm. on their heels. And it's like when you've got that, you you just have to be better than whatever this is. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I know the uh, the excuse, I guess, the reason is that their offensive line isn't good. But I would just point to the fact that the Rams have an entire offensive line that's on IR. And if if I heard this correctly during the game, their starting center was in the police academy like two months ago. The movie, the, the remake. No, I, I wish. I wish. So, I, I mean, the Rams have serious offensive line issues. And the Panthers have a good defense. So I don't know what the excuse is that the Rams are capable of running what looks like an NFL offense and the Panthers are not. Yeah, well, the Rams have uh, NFL like caliber offensive personnel. I guess the Panthers have CMC. Some. And yeah. they have a quarterback, too. Uh, hey, look, they have Sean McVay as well. That is, it's coaching. It's coaching. Yeah, sure. It's I mean, coaching. The other thing, too, is on the defense. Where I said this. I, don't, I didn't say it to you, but I said it uh, leading up to the, this week. It's like, yes, the Panthers' defense has been good, but they fired – they gave Steve Wilkes a job, and he fired Phil Snow because he has completely fundamental differences between mm-hmm. what he wants to do on defense and what Phil Snow and Matt Rule wants to do, want to do on defense. So if you if you have that situation, is, is, it, is the defense be able to prepare for what Steve Wilkes wants to do on a short week, like, like in one week? Often, or like it is a short week because the guy got fired on Monday. Yeah, I, I, I don't know the answer to that. It certainly didn't – look, I'm not even saying it, it looked good for a half. I think their defense was really good for half, but if you're always on the field, I mean, that's what happened to them last year. You're always on the field. If your offense runs uh, through a a span of six drives, 19 plays, I mean, you're going to get beat. I mean, it's going to be a long. Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuta with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah. 12 weeks for Panthers fans. We, we, we still have, what, how many games? I, I was thinking about how I might come on here and protest. I'm at 11. Um, 
I might come on here and protest this uh, having to talk about the Panthers by simply answering every question with the Panthers stink. The Panthers are the worst team in the National Football League, and I, I know a large margin. I think. Yes, I, I I don't think it's close, um, and I know people are salivating in certain circles about hey, top three pick, uh, get a chance to get, a, get get that quarterback. No offense, I think there is one quarterback right now that would. Make me excited. If you say Drake May, I'm hanging up. Well, I mean, he's not available, right? Okay, good. He's not. He's not available. You could not say his name right now. <laughs> right. So, um, and Ohio State quarterbacks do not have a great history in the NFL. And I'm not saying that that has to be the case all the time, but none of Sorry, them. Is, is there... I was thinking about this. Like from- Arch Schleister is the best Ohio well, State that, quarterback. That, that, I don't know. Right. Uh, all right. Let Craig me- Who? Craig Krenzel. <laughs> National champion, Craig Krenzel. Uh, all right. Kirk Kurt- Herbstreit. No, Jim Harbaugh is the best one. No, Jim, Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh went to Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, what am I talking about? <laughs> Herbstreit go there? I don't. He did, but he, I don't. I don't ever remember him playing at Ohio State, let alone playing he, he in the calls, NFL. He calls NFL games. He does call NFL. He's the best Ohio State quarterback in the NFL. All right, we are going to talk about the four best teams in the sport, and I still think they're the four best teams in the sport, regardless of what happened yesterday with Will Brinson. Next, V to Victoria producing the program. Panthers fan just kind of getting through it. Barely. Yeah. Just like most Panthers fans, <laughs> if not all Panthers fans. I, Will, Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com. Without getting into anything that is happening today, this is the final thing I'll say about the Panthers. Their approach, their ineptitude is exactly why I stopped being a Jets fan. And why the Panthers don't don't deserve fans today? Only yeah. geography is making Panthers fans today. I, like my buddy Matt Gray usually texts me during the Panthers game on Sunday, and you know, with some complaint. Like I, think, I think it happened the first six weeks of the season. Last week it was like we got to fire. Like last two weeks, we like we got to fire rule. I just like nothing yesterday, which is fine. Like you know, like I you know, I, I wouldn't. My feelings weren't hurt at all. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like like that's. I think that's where Panther fans are getting. They're just going to give. They're like the apathy is going to set in. Has. There temper. They're not going to, you know, the stadium's going to be empty. It reminds me of, um, how year was it when David Carr was the quarterback? Uh, uh, Mr. Mittens. Uh, Mr. Mittens. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> That's the, uh, the root of your, uh, your, uh, feud with the Carr family. It is actually. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, I can't believe you remember that. That's right. I, just, I, I always like, remember those. Just from Mittens.com because he was wearing those dainty little gloves. Hey, look. Sometimes you need, Sometimes you need gloves. All right. Let me talk. Let's talk about uh, the four best teams in the league. And I believe that they are. I believe uh, Buffalo, Kansas City, Dallas, and Philadelphia are the four best teams in the sport. Regardless of record, uh, to me, they are. Uh, let's uh, let's start with the game that I Did was unable. To, what? Dallas? I still think Dallas is one of the four best. Yes, I do. I'd push back on that. Okay, that's fine. We'll talk about Dallas at Philadelphia in a second. I want to start with the one I didn't watch because I was too busy watching uh, a tire fire, which can be interesting. I'm a company man. When that game, when the the Bills Chiefs game is on CBS. (laughs) Adios, Panthers. 
All right, so um, tell me, tell me what happened. I, I, I mean, I know what happened. Uh, Buffalo <laughs> coming back and uh, two defenses that played very well. Two defenses around four twenty-five p.m. They they kicked the ball off. They did shortly uh, thereafter. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think it was it was a it was a, a a testament to the fact that these are the two best teams in football right now. That that, that the score was so low, that it was so mm-hmm. low. Like twenty-four twenty is not a huge shootout, right? I mean, that's. No. You know, it's it's way below the the the, the total, which is fifty four. Um, we saw the Devin Singletary and you know, ran fairly well. Uh, Josh Allen outplayed outplayed Patrick Mahomes. He's now the only quarterback in NFL history to beat Patrick Mahomes twice in Arrowhead Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, and he should also, have been like, three times, but sure, Sean McDermott happened. And I mean the big t- I mean the big takeaway is that now, unlike the last four years, four straight years, the AFC Championship game has been in Kansas City. The AFC Championship now goes through uh, Buffalo yep. if, if the Bills can hold serve and not do anything stupid like they did last year with, uh, with losing to Jacksonville and whatnot. Um, you know, it, some, I mean, I don't think it's like a – it's not a sky is falling situation for the Chiefs. They're mm-hmm. still 4-2. They've looked good. Their, their defense – I mean, you know, the, the numbers don't show it with what with what uh, Buffalo put up, but but their defense did play fairly well, at least in terms of limiting Buffalo's explosiveness. You know, Stephon Diggs had a huge game. There was a moment there at the end of the second half, where, or the first second quarter, excuse me, right before the halftime, where Buffalo had a third and thirteen, like basically in the shadow of their own uh, end zone and or their own goal line, goal post, and they um, converted on a really great throw from Josh Allen to Gabe Davis over the middle, and then shortly thereafter. Uh, I think a co- just a couple plays later, maybe a couple plays later, they uh, Allen hits um, Gabe Davis for a long touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it was sort of like it, you know the, the Chiefs ended up coming back and getting a field goal. Uh, they they got the ball with 16 seconds left. By the way, he still got a field goal, which <laughs> I mean, you talk about you talk about bringing back bad memories. Yeah, for, no for, question. For fans. Uh, but you know the the fact that Buffalo. Was able to get that momentum. They come out and score a touchdown on their opening drive in the uh, after the Chiefs. The Chiefs missed a fifty-one yard field goal to open the second half. Right. Harrison Bucker made a sixty-two yarder to close the first half. <laughs> misses a fifty-one yarder to open the second half, and that gave the Bills the ball on their own forty-one. Forty-one. So yeah. they were basically at midfield, mm-hmm. and that was where you know when KC. Kick the field goal from the 33. I mean, it's a field goal that Bucker can make. Sure. But it's like... 51 is makeable for anybody in the NFL now. Of course, of course, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the not, new 41. Oh, uh, I know, right. Yeah, for, and 40, 40 is the new 30, as we, can, as we all know. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but the, 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 the Chiefs had to... I mean, I'm not going to kill Andy Reid for kicking it because he just made a 62 yard, oh. so you feel comfortable with it. But if you go there on fourth and six, if you pick it up, you really... Kind of, I think it changes the tenor of the game, and even if you don't get it, it's another ten yards the Bills have to go. I don't know that it necessarily matters, um, but but certainly that kind of that kind of flipped things a little bit. And uh, you know, Chiefs would come back and get a touchdown in the third quarter, and um, and then you know they'd have a field goal, and that, that that was the rest of what they would get offensively. So uh, credit to Buffalo, a huge drive, twelve plays, seventy six yards. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, with a. You know, four and a half minutes, I think, and you know, minute four left on the clock. They score a touchdown to go up four points, and that was it was, that. It was a great game. It was it was a great game between two the two best teams in football, and we better get another one in January. Kate uh, can't wait to watch it at some point this week because I didn't get a chance to watch it uh, watch it yesterday. Uh, all right, to uh, to the other game, um, 
First of all, I think Philly is just better than Dallas, especially if Dak Prescott is not the quarterback. Uh, I I think Cooper Rush was fine. I think the Eagles were just better. Uh, certainly the second interception was 100% about being hit, not about anything else. If uh, if he can get it away a little bit quicker, and maybe that's a Cooper Rush problem, uh, it's probably a touchdown to C.D. Lamb because the defender fell down or had a missed assignment, whatever. Uh, but I think Philly's defense is excellent. I think Dallas's defense is exceptional, and it's really yep. why they've been in the game. And I, I thought Dallas really ran the ball very effectively, more so with Elliott than with them with Pollard. Uh, and I get why they're sharing time, because they're trying to preserve Zeke. Uh, but Elliott looks like he's running like the stud that he was four years ago, as opposed to the player that we have seen today. But I just think Dallas's offense doesn't have to be great. just has to be good, because I don't think there's enough good in the NFC. I think Dallas, because of that, Dallas's defense is, I think. I, know, I was looking, I was looking the, I'm trying to find the team I would pick that would be like, ha-ha, gold, you're wrong. They aren't the, but I mean. It's the Eagles I, and I, the Cowboys. No, I don't like anybody else. I like. The, I think the Vikings are pretty good. I mean, the Vikings are real good, actually. Uh, okay. Five and one, they got a really good offense. They, okay. they have some of the little, like. Don't play in uh, prime time. Yeah, don't get them in prime time. That one o'clock wild card game. Um, <laughs> you know, Tampa Bay lost to Pittsburgh. They didn't look great. Mm. San Francisco was just really banged up. I mean, the Giants are the Giants are five and one. Giants are five and one. I don't know what to make of them. I think the Giants make other teams stupid. I don't understand what uh, I, Lamar I Jackson was doing. I think I think that is a testament to Brian Dable. I yep. think Brian Dable is a really good coach. Yep, I agree. And I agree. You know, that's I I, I don't know what that means for like the long term viability of the Giants in terms of. Like how you know how many games they can win this season? I, I know they're going to win twelve. I don't know that they'll do that. They are they're five and one now. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus twenty four seven customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. They're five more. There's just not a lot of losses left on their schedule against good I mean, teams. Well, if they're well coached, they're going to win most of those games. Yes. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, that that is possible. The one thing, I'm trying to find the stat here. Uh, the they're, All six of their games have been one score game. And and, and, and they and they've been trailing in the fourth quarter in a lot of them. They didn't they trailed to the Panthers, right? They trailed to the Packers. They trailed uh, to the Ravens, and they keep winning. I I like like I said, I think there's something about the Giants that makes other teams dumb. And Daniel Jones' career high four game winning drives this season had just three in his career prior to this year. Look, Bill Belichick likes to say that more games are lost than yes. won. And Brian Dable is putting the Giants in position to take advantage of other teams losing games. Packers, hey, Brian Dable is a former Bill Belichick guy. Yeah. So, uh, again, it speaks to being incredibly well coached. And there is something to that. Um, but back, yeah, Ravens, we think the Ravens are well coached, but John Harbaugh, I mean, they have a terrible defense. Can't stop anybody on the back end. Just I mean, and they have blown leads. They've they, blown three double-digit, like, second-half leads. I, I just don't know. 
how the Ravens beat good teams because I don't think it's that that they're losing their focus. I just think they can't cover. And I don't know how you beat good teams if you can't cover in the secondary. Well, I mean, they've gotten they got it big against Buffalo. They were up big against Miami. They're up big against the Giants. I mean, those are the three games they lost. And it's like, God, like you just gotta close it out. I mean, Buffalo, yeah. I kind of get Miami's Miami's a little flukish just in terms of and you sort of wonder is it something like where they need to I mean, I mean, maybe go in and adjust what kind of defense you're gonna run when you've got a lead. Or you know, you, you know. No, then you get you get criticized for playing prevent defense. Maybe that's what they're doing. Uh, the the Miami things is definitely flukish because I don't think Miami is great either. Although they're doing, they are losing without Tua at this point. Um, but the truth is, is that Tua, who isn't, I don't think is great. They just shredded Baltimore's defense in the fourth quarter. I mean, they couldn't stop Tua from completing passes. Um, the Bills was a little bit more understandable because the bills are great and the lead wasn't that big it was 20 to 3 at halftime 17 points isn't that much at halftime and but what happened against the giants was i mean lamar jackson has to throw that ball in the stands and he doesn't he throws an interception you give the giants a short field i just, just can't do that no you can't and it's and i don't understand that but uh you you you, you did allow the giants to drive uh, the remaining what thirty some odd yards to beat you. So I again, I think they're. In, I think the Giants are incredibly well coached. Uh, real quick before we uh, before we break, and I ask you about which coach is actually on the hot seat tonight. Um, are the Jets good? Because I don't think they are. But they're I four they, and I two. I think they're well coached. I, um, mm. I think they're well coached. I think they have a defense that's kind of coming together. I think they have a good defense. I think their offense is still trash. Quentin Williams looks like an all pro right now. Mm-hmm. He does. Sauce Gardner is so good that he's tossing cheese heads on his head. <laughs> he said a Jet fan threw him that, and he put it on. And I don't even mind Alan Lazard. First of all, if you're Sauce Gardner, know which tunnel you're supposed to exit. Yeah. Maybe you should do that. Maybe you should know where your locker room is. He went the wrong way. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc.